Hello, ladies and gents, and welcome to episode number 42 of the KDH podcast. So this podcast was brought to you today on an absolute whim, as per usual. Um, I was out running today and I had it programmed into my um, diary today that I mapped out two hours to do my podcast. Bit of time to plan it, bit of time to think over it. Got a great guest coming on over the next two weeks. Um, got Sylvester Sweeney on next week, and I'm going to have Becky Moore on the podcast as well the following week. And that's going to be a story on from client to coach. That's going to be a really, really good one. So a couple of good guests lined up, which I'm really buzzing for. <clears throat> this one today was basically a combination of some conversations I've had over the this week with clients talking about fat loss. Um, and when I was at a run today, what I experienced... And um, just basically from a piece of content that I wrote up today in a conversation I've been having with a few people about. So I'll give you a bit of a story because everybody loves a story. I was just at a run today and it was shite. It was rubbish. Um, I, I literally ran four, just over four miles today. I felt like my legs were heavy. My heart rate was up at 175. Usually it'd be sitting at about 160 for that kind of pace. And I just didn't feel good at all. It was improved. Like my, I was, I was tired for a session. Um, on Monday, and my legs hadn't recovered. Why was this right? It was because I get steaming on Friday night. I get steaming on Friday night, and I ripped the ass out of it. I literally stayed up till at five a.m. drinking, drank a powder, uh, drank an absolute power, slept till at twelve on Saturday. Knocked my entire sleep cycle off for the rest of the week. My nutrition hasn't been on point. I ate a lot of chocolate, and I've been eating a lot of chocolate over the course of the week. As a result of that, it's massively impacted my performance. Now I know this very well right and, and i can pinpoint this stuff because i've been training for a long time i train at a higher level and i know exactly where i'm going wrong i didn't beat myself up about it right and i was like man like i, I it was a rubbish run i didn't feel good for it but i was just sitting going how many people are self-sabotaging in so many ways when it comes to fat loss but because the cha- the scale isn't changing or because of this, they're, they're just they're giving up or they're not going into it because they're only really looking at a small percentage of the day. They're only really focusing on that sort of one hour a week. They're not uh, one hour a day. They're not focusing on the other 23. They're only looking at three hours a week when they should be looking at the entire 168 hours in the week. And the reason why I've kind of came on to that point is because I'm giving you that story is because I'm totally aware of that and I don't live my life like that. But when I do, I'm able to pinpoint exactly what it is that's tripping me up. But there's so many people living lives where they're only dipping their toe in the water. They're only maybe going to Slimming World. They are literally cutting their calories drastically and they're following a, a detox diet. And then they're going, why are my results subpar? And this podcast today is called Fat Loss. Are you really making progress? And I'm going to go into a few different points. And I kind of wanted to set the tone with that point that I was saying there because it just kind of makes you realize that there's way more to making progress than just training. There's way more than making progress than just dieting. It's the full picture. It's the full package. It's everything that you need to do. And for that reason, you obviously need to make sure that you have your shit together and you understand you have a routine, you have formidable goals, you have a support network around you, you have some some kind of accountability. You need to have these things in place because guess what? Just because you lost some weight doesn't necessarily mean that it's working long-term. And that's what I'm going to come on to now. So see if you put any growing adult onto 1,000 or 1,200 calories, they'll lose fat. Even if they don't go out walking, even if they don't exercise, if you put any growing adult onto 1,200 or 1,000 calories, they will lose fat. Therefore, it isn't an adequate amount of calories, right? 
have the main thing there is have you actually changed your mindset? Yes, someone might have done this. Like, say, for example, we hear it all the time. My friend went and done this diet and they lost this much weight. And that is the level of what they're basing progress on, on some weight loss. But what I'm trying to say is just because someone lost some weight doing it doesn't make it effective. Like that's the progress, that's the part with progress there that always it's absolutely skewed with what everyone does is they're not actually focusing on the right things. And then they base the result on they're talking about maybe something in the past. Oh, I done this before and uh, I lost this much weight. See if someone's really at a point where I know I've done their job well, they no longer speak that language. They're no longer telling me about their weight. And even when I tell my clients to do it, like, and I'm not saying weight isn't important. Of course, it's a metrics that allows us to see your relationship to the ground. But at the same time, see over time, I know I've done my job well with a client when they're no longer telling me about what weight they are because they understand that it isn't the thing that it revolves around. They're measuring progress off of other things. They're looking at other things and they're shifting their mindset. Anyone can go through a massive transformation and they can lose lots of weight. It doesn't mean that they've literally cracked it though. No one's fully cracked it. No one's at a point where they are literally like, I have my shit together. But what I'm saying is I've worked with hundreds of people over the years that jump between personal trainers, that jump between programs. And they need to understand that the process is always the same. The process is always being in a calorie deficit, eating less and moving more, you will lose fat. But the, the, the big thing that's really screaming out from the screaming out is that they don't know what they're doing is the fact that they're jumping between things, looking for an answer, but they don't know what it actually is. Oh, I've done this before and it allowed me to lose weight. I've done this before. And you're like, no, should you not be looking for the thing that the process that allows you to have autonomy, no guilt and control over your body composition? Shouldn't you be looking like all you're looking for is different processes to enable the same result? The result, which is weight loss, should you not be shifting your looking at shifting your mindset from actually no longer caring about these things? Because ultimately, that's going to be the thing that changes you. And why I kind of started this talk off today, discussing obviously me out running, is because people do it with training as well. Like, how many people live their life like that? See that way I lived my life on Friday where I got steaming straight up to five. There's people that do that Friday, Saturday, Sunday every single week, and they wonder why the results are subpar. They're only putting in, they're like, I'm smashing it in the gym. Why is this not working? And you're like, because you're treating your body like a bin in the red, like three days out of the week. You're literally sabotaging your mindset. And yeah, you're getting to the gym. Yeah, you're showing up. Yeah, you're getting some results. And you maybe had better results at the beginning. Because again, most folk, when they start off, they go all in and they throw themselves at it. And, and they usually get results just by overtraining. And Again, the psychology behind all these different things as well. When someone starts off training right away, they're always in the honeymoon phase. They're always like absolutely loving it. They're like, oh, you tell them to eat, like say they're trying to lose fat and they're like, I'm going to give you 2,200 because you're a six foot guy that does a lot. And they're like, Christian, I've been leaving at 1,500 every day. Everyone's always going to do that. That's just the honeymoon phase. But just because you got results doing that doesn't mean it's an effective way to do it. And this is the conversation I've been having with a lot of people when I've been talking about implementing diet breaks. And because when someone's trying to lose fat, you need to remember it's not a short-term game. It's only, it's as long as the person wants it to be. I'm going to come on to like a few different points to that as well, because it's a really interesting one as well, because a lot of people will be like, yeah, but how did my friend manage to do that? And I'm going to come on and answer that question as well before I start giving you some action rules to do as well. So just like next point, I'm looking, I'm looking at my notes right now. Um, yeah, so the, the main goal when it comes to managing your body composition shouldn't be to just lose as much weight as you can. It should be to 
objectively be in control of your body composition so you don't have to keep returning to challenges so you don't have to keep jumping between personal trainers do you know what i mean like that's the goal should never be that like i'm not bashing going to an online coach or going to a personal trainer i'm simply saying is i've had so many people over the years that are the the key highlighter is that they've not cracked it is the fact that they're always falling away from it it's not that they need to try out a different diet. They need to shift their perspective. They need to shift their mindset because that's ultimately the thing that's actually holding them back. It's not actually that they like snacking. It's not because they they don't have motivation. It's their mindset that they need to change because if they change their mindset, they'll shift their perspective and they'll completely change. The result will speak for itself. And yeah, and that's the sort of thing I've been speaking a lot about recently is just because somebody lost some weight doing it doesn't mean it's an actual effective way to do it. So yeah, um, so... If you've obviously lost some weight, um, I want you to ask yourself this question. So if you've been on a journey, have you actually changed the way that you look at things and live your life? Because that's progress at the end of the day. If you're able to turn around and go like that, I worked with Christian for 90 days and I don't think the same as what I did at the beginning. And as a result of that, I'm able to have control of my body composition and no longer stress over things. To me, that's a result. If you worked with, we've seen it a lot over lockdown. You've seen so many people, uh, coaches, putting up mad challenges where it was like two workouts a day. They were getting them all to eat the same pro, the same meal plans and stuff. And of course, they're going to lose a significant amount of body fat. They're making them eat, they're, they're making them eat poverty calories. But because they're in a tribe of people that are all doing it, because they're hyped up, because it's got a cool name, they're like, yes, I'm on this bandwagon. I'm doing it. And guess what? Loads of people shift a significant amount of body fat. But at the same time, you could then go and speak to the same people a couple of months later and they might not even continued after that. They might have put on a power of body fat after it. They might have went, yeah, that was class when I didn't done that. I need to do that again. They've not actually changed anything in regards to their mindset. Yeah, they've achieved, they've dropped a significant amount of body fat. Yeah, they've seen a bit of change in physique, but it doesn't mean that they're a completed project. And that's what loads of people need to get their head around. And again, that's why I was saying it is because I'm able to turn around and pinpoint exactly why my run was shit today. But if someone, it's the same with like fat loss, I'm able to pinpoint exactly why I've got more body fat because I've been eating Easter, Easter eggs and I've not been moving about as much. Well, I actually have been. I've just not ran. I didn't do my run at the weekend because I was feeling rough. But you're able to pinpoint it, whereas someone that doesn't have that control mindset when it comes to the body composition, they can't pinpoint it and they just get in this frustrated way. And that should be the objective for everyone, shifting their mindset so they don't have to worry about these things. So um, the next sort of point I've moved on to now is literally, um, so how can you start making progress? Because it's all well me sitting saying these different things. And there's probably people listening in going, that's me. That is me to a T. Christian has literally nailed me down. And I, I hope I have. I, ho I really hope I have because at the end of the day, that's my job to give someone that light bulb moment so they need to implement change because at the end of the day, that's what you need to do. And um, so how can you actually start making progress with fat loss? The, I've put down a few different points here. The first one is like connect with people on the same journey as you. Like there's nothing better than being with people that are going through the same thing. Now, this is something that will probably be quite controversial it's something that I spoke about recently. It's I've had a few people come on my program that are like um, ex-slimming clubs, ex-curves, and they were maybe even at it at the time and stuff. And I'm just like, look, that's probably a fantastic community of people. It's probably a, a great stepping stone for you, but you don't go there anymore. And they're looking at me a bit astonished. And I'm like, you don't go there anymore. And I'm going to tell you why. You being in a place, like one of these places, 
is surrounding yourself with people with the same frustrations. Now, it goes back to what I said. Just because someone lost fat, so there'll be loads of people at these slimming clubs that have lost a power of body fat. They've changed their life. But at the same time, I'm telling you right now, they will come to a point where they hit a brick wall because cooking from scratch will only get you so far. I've got a big appetite. If you told me to cook from scratch, I could easily surpass my calories, easily. And if you don't give me anything else, like movement plans, goals, I would eventually start to fade away from it. So you need, like, actually being in an environment of people like that actually becomes detrimental because you get that herd mentality where there's a room with 40 people in it all worried about their weight loss, but they don't actually know what process to focus on in order to achieve it. Some of them, it's like a, it's like a lottery. Some of them are stepping on. They're like, yes, I lost four pounds this week. Some of them are stepping on. They're like, oh my God, I've put on two. How did this happen? I, I, I didn't eat my, I didn't eat any sins. What's going on? Because they've not actually got a solution. They've not got a process. They've done something that's skimming the water. And yeah, if you tell someone that has been eating, overeating loads to start cooking from home, guess what? By default, they will eat less calories. And as a result of that, they'll probably see a change in their body composition, but it doesn't mean it's what you need to do. And that's what I'm trying to get at with this podcast. And I hope this is kind of hit home. So yeah, like you need to make sure you're connecting with people on the same journey, but you also need to make sure that you're, you're not bringing yourself down. I know people that have been at slimming clubs for 20 years plus. That's no fucking working. Go and change what you're doing. That doesn't work. So you need to look at it and go. And sometimes it can seem awkward because you know what? There'll be loads of lovely people at these things. The person that runs it might be lovely. The environment. However, we need to change. We like Progress isn't about getting comfortable. If you're coasting, you need to question why you're coasting. We shouldn't strive to coast in life. We should always strive for some kind of discomfort. And I know that people are probably listening to that and being like, what do you mean? Strive for discomfort. You're like some sort of dominatrix person, Christian. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm meaning like, if you are coasting at any point in your life, you need to question what you're doing because you shouldn't be coasting. You should always be striving to do more. Some people might be like, nah, I totally don't agree with that. You probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast because it's all about progress. So if you if you are listening to it, you don't agree, well, I'm sorry. This podcast isn't for you then. So um, the next point, um, I so making sure that you're with people that are surrounding you that are that are going to lift you up. Ask your friends to go for a walk. See your pals that you usually drink with at the weekends. Ask them to go for a walk. And see if they don't want to go for a walk, then they're probably not your friend that wants to better you. They're probably more of a drinking acquaintance than a friend. And that's a harsh reality. Um, social accountability. Let it be known what you're doing. Like vocalize it and let people know what you're doing. Put it on your stories that you're working with a coach. Put it onto your stories that you've just signed up to this program. Put your goals onto your stories. Put a post up about your progress. Start an account. Social accountability is powerful in our community and project level up. It actually makes me buzz so much because everyone's posting in their accountability, what they're doing at the start of the week. They're posting in their wins. They're, po- they're putting their hand up when they're saying they're fucked up. And I love it. Like it's class because it makes for an environment of people that are willing to find faults and fix them rather than find faults and curl up into a wee ball. It just makes, it just produces an environment of people like that. Um, so yeah, social accountability, that's it's massive. Next one, stop trying to live like the person you're trying to leave behind. And this is something that me and Sylvester were talking about and I'm when I'm on his podcast next week. And like when we, um, what's it called? He would he heard me say this in a podcast and I couldn't remember it. And I, and I was like, I'm going to actually mention that today. If you are trying to live like the person you're trying to leave behind, then you're doing it wrong. You need to realize that if you were someone that was maybe, maybe you're on like a fitness journey and you are like, I want to literally, you were maybe someone that was, 
bevying every single weekend, going out and partying every single week, not really caring about their calories during the week and just kind of living a life where it was, there was no plan, you were living day to day. You can't live like the person you want to be Monday to Friday and flick the switch and go back to that at the weekend. And we see that a lot with the concept of calorie cycling. So you can obviously cycle your calories Monday to Friday so that you can give yourself more flexibility at the weekend. But some people rip the arse out of that. And they, yeah, like, again, we see it. You see it all the time. Everyone will know someone that goes out partying every weekend and the person's in half decent shape. You're like, how are they doing that? But at the end of the day, yeah, they're in half decent shape. The habits have allowed them to do that. But at the same time, are they in the shape they really want to be? Are they in the mindset that they want to be? Are they in the place that they want to be? Probably not. Just because they look a certain way, just because the outcome's perceived a certain way, doesn't mean that that's the, the, the answer. And that's what I'm meaning about this this podcast today isn't just because someone lost weight doesn't mean it's the perfect way to do it. Just because someone looks good with the top off doesn't mean that they have cracked it. And you need to understand this is like perceptions, everything. When you're doing something, you need to like look at it from two different ways. You need to focus on your own journey, not focus on anyone else's because it can skew what you're trying to achieve. And then let go of the stuff that doesn't work. Like, See, this is a prime example of this is that when I get someone on board, I, I didn't weigh anyone, but now that I'm working online, I weigh everyone once a week. And it depends on the person. The person might be at a point where they're like, Christian, I'm not interested in that. And I'll be like, cool, we're not going to do it. But the reason I do this is just for more data for myself, for my tracking, their movement, their nutrition, all these different things, so I can see it. But at the same time, I get people come on board that I've had poor relationships with food, the scales, movement, all these different things. And I'm giving them a process which is going to allow them to have to look after their energy more. They're going to be better organized, better planned, and in a great space and a, a great place of energy, right? That's what I'm doing. I'm making them feel happier because the results come easier when you feel happier. That's what happens, right? But parts of the process are like, so say, for example, I weigh someone and, and they go, oh, Christian, I'm really worried about this. And I'm like, you have to let go of that mindset of someone that worries about the scales. I want you to worry about the process. So I want you, have you ha- hit your non-negotiables? Have you been accountably active this week? Have you been within the realms of your targets for your calories? Have you been consuming enough protein? Have you been socially accountable? Have you been celebrating your wins? Have you been doing all these things? Because guess what happens? The outcome is that your body composition changes. But yeah, like you're going to have to go through parts. And the reason why I give this example is because see if it's really at a point where that's thrown you off that much, ditch it completely. There's going to be discomfort within your journey to change but change is an important part of learning, but you need to let go of processes that aren't working. If you've been at a diet club for numerous, like endless amount of years, it's not working, leave. Just because the folk there are nice doesn't mean that you have to stay there. Just because you've been there for three years doesn't mean you have to stay there. Just because you've been going to a PT for two years and they're really, really friendly, you might not have got any results in two years. The first year you, you got good results then you've just got complacent. You need to change. And although that you feel obligated because you have spent time with that person, that you feel connected to that person. At the end of the day, you need to ask yourself, why are you doing that? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's the same way, like, you're at your job, you, you might, like, I'm literally going to give an example, I don't even know what I was going to say there. Um, you need to realize just because you've been doing something for a specific period of time doesn't mean that you're obligated to stay there. You can literally cut it off, change, and do it. And as I said, change is good. So, yeah, that's the things to do. So make sure that you're connecting with other people in the same wavelength. Make sure that you're not self-sabotaging yourself and surrounding yourself with people that are pulling you down. Social accountability. Let it be known what you're doing to hold yourself accountable. Stop trying to live like a person parts of the week that you don't like being. Make sure that you're going to get that life of balance there. Like You need to just realize that if, in order to live the life you've never lived, 
you need to do the things you've never done and you just need to suck that up and deal with it because it just holds you back. And then you need to let go of shit that doesn't work. You need to just let that go because it doesn't work. Do you know what I mean? And it, I mean, it might be that parts of the process that didn't work are still in your new process, but it doesn't mean that you, the, the, you have to view it the same way. You can also change that as well. So this is the last sort of part I kind of wanted to finish this off with. Like a lot of people are probably listening to this. They're like, these are really good points, Christian. I get this. But how is it my friend done this and they're, they're, they're making great progress or they're happy? Now, this comes down to a really good point that I kind of wanted to finish it off with. We're all at different stages of our life. We are all, we're not blueprints of each other. We all take to adherence differently. We all have different priorities. So for example, the example I used today when I was on the phone to one of my clients was I could give some of my clients 1,200 calories, right? And for, and go, ah, see, for the next six months, you're on that. And because they're at a point in their life where they're so fucking unhappy with their body and they want to make this change and they know that I know how to make it, they will do that and they will persevere to it. it like, because they're so in a place with their physique that they want to make that change. Now, see if you said to me, we are going to eat a thousand calories for the next six months, what would happen? It would last about two days because in my head, I'm not at a point where I care about fat loss. So I'm trying to paint the picture for these guys that just because someone's doing a shoddy process and they feel happy doing it and they're getting good results, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's an effective way to do it. Because as I said already, fat loss isn't at the top of my priorities. However, I've got clients where it is at the top of the priorities that they've got to a point where they're unhappy in it with their life. They feel uncomfortable in their relationship. They don't want to take their top off when they go on holiday and they just don't even like looking in the mirror. Whereas me, I'm not at that point. Therefore, if you put me onto starvation calories, I'm not going to stick to it. But if you put someone that's that ready to make a change on it, um, they will. And then there's another example of there might be someone that's at that same point, but the idea of even tracking their calories for that length of period and eating that little is just, it's not them because they're not the same person as that other person. You need to understand that we're not all the same. So you can't give people one size fits all programs because everyone's minds work differently. And we're not all, we're literally not all the same. We're all so different. And then some people may really rely on accountability. Some people like see myself, like you could probably see if I went to, I could probably go to a coach, right? And say the coach is like an Ironman coach and they could literally give me a program that consisted of three components and I could get good results with it. It's probably like a, a rightly so a good instructor because I'm the sort of person that follows commands simply. I just put everything in it and I go for it. But for some people, they need way more than that. They need a lot of accountability. They need a, a plan. They need a clear image of where they're going because we're all wired up differently. We don't just operate the same. And you know yourself, people listening in, you know who amongst these are the ones that can be easily led with simple instructions. I've had clients where, I've barely told them a thing and the results are insane. Like, and it's not that I hold back information. I'm just meaning like they don't need the same attentiveness than other people. Some other people I'm spending way more time than what I have done with other clients because they need that level of support there because they're at a point where, yeah, they want it. They want to, that's at the top of their priorities, but they just don't really get it. And they question a lot of the process. There's a lot of mindset issues there. And that's just the way it is. And that the kind of the last point I kind of wanted to just sign this podcast off with guys, it's been a wee bit of a, we bit all over the shop um, and I hope it's delivered value to people is just because someone else done it and it worked for them 
doesn't mean that it's the way that you need to do it as well. And this is what I always see with folk like, or you can get that on the internet or you can do this. And it makes me laugh because I'm like, it's not that simple. Like fat loss at the end of the day is down to being in a calorie deficit, but it goes more than just being in a calorie deficit. Do you know what I mean? That's, and that's the, the sort of main point there. And I hope this podcast delivered value to a lot of people because it's one of the ones that's a bit like reading between the lines, talking about a lot of things that a lot of people maybe don't even think about. They're maybe just in this mindset where they, they're, they're trying to treat fat loss as mindlessly as they can. And they might be getting away from it, away with it. And some people might be trying that and they might not be getting away with it as well. So that's why I wanted to make this today because I know that although it is simple, a lot of people struggle with a lot of road bumps as well, created by lots of different things. Um, with the, 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 the mindset is skewed with lots of different things like we spoke about. Anyway, guys, I do not have anything else to add in. And as always, make sure that you share this podcast onto your stories, screenshot it, share it, tag me in it, Coach by KDH on Instagram or Facebook, and obviously share that image there. And if anyone is like, do you know what, that guy speaks sense, I am obviously Project Level Up is in full swing. The results that are being produced with that already are insane. Like physique transformations that are going to blow everyone's minds. I'm now at week five with some people and I don't want to be releasing them to like sort of week six, week eight because I want to blow everyone's minds with them. But the, the community itself is just something that I'm so fucking proud of, man. Like just the shares that are going into there every single day, the energy that's into that group every single day, the group coaching calls, the lives, the plans that folk have got in place, how ambitious people are being with their goals. This is helping folk. This isn't just, uh, that's one of the guys actually put in last night. I literally was someone that never asked for help. I thought this was literally just a plan and a nutrition guide and my mind has been blown. And I'm like, that's exactly what I want to see. So if you are interested in obviously working with me, completely leveling up your life in every single aspect, drop me a wee DM saying level up and I will have a chat because I'm looking for people that are coachable, committed and ready to make an investment themselves because this is what you get, a massive life-changing result with it. So thank you very much, guys. I hope you have a lovely day.